Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz, and there is still a lot to take away as we sit down and digest this loss on Tuesday following the game. There, there's a lot to take away from Sunday's post-game press conferences. And so before we get to the big news, I, I kind of want to ease into it, just ease into it a little bit, starting off with Jordan Brooks, who talked about how he thought he did in screen defense. Thought I did good. Uh, thought I saw it better today. You know, it was just the emphasis this week, you know, we know they're going to run screens. And, you know, Coach Kingsbury was my coach in college. And, um, I knew that one thing about him was that he liked, he loved running screens. And so I was on alert for it most of the game and uh, thought I did a good job there. Well, in screen defense, he probably was okay. Covering tight ends, though, uh, Zach Ertz, eight catches, 88 yards. I think the fact that he was the leading receiver tells you what you need to know about how this offense approached the Seahawks defense in this game. And one of the guys covering tight ends as well was safety Jamal Adams. And there wasn't really much to take away from his press conference apart from this brief assessment of the Cardinals' offensive success. You know, obviously he was getting the ball out of his hands quick, um, making precise throws, uh, and their guys were catching the ball and uh, making plays. Contrast that answer with a really interesting diagnosis from Tyler Lockett on the team's offensive problems. Pete hit it on the nail. I think the biggest thing, man, is um, we're not controlling the game by, you know, controlling the possessions, and we're not getting it on third down, and it's putting us on the sideline, and when we're going against other teams who are really good at controlling the clock, it puts us in harder positions to be able to get going as an offense. I think second time we got the ball um, in the game, it was going into the second quarter, you know, almost, and so... It's hard to be able to get in a groove and it's hard to find a rhythm when you're seeing like, oh, this play worked and that play worked. But it's like we're still trying to get within our first 10, 15 plays that we already, you know, then pretty much had out um, just through game plans. And so once we finally get the things going, it's like, oh, now we got to get the third down. We're not getting the third down. So now it's like we go back on the sideline. If we, you know, were 50 percent better you know, at this point of being able to get the third downs and the games would look entirely different, you know, than what it would be. Our defense wouldn't be out on the field as much as they are, and we'd be able to control the game and control the clock. Um, you know, there's a lot of great stuff that we're doing. It's just we're not being able to finish out those drives, and that's the thing that's hurting is we're starting on the 20 or the 25, and we're getting it all the way to the 40 and the 45, and if we get that first down, we can finally get on their side of the field. And... If we don't get anything, then we can be able to play the, you know, um, whatever it's called, being able to put it, put them closer to their end zone so we can play, um, you know, fields. And that's something that we're not doing. We're having to try to tra travel 75, 80 yards every single time we get the ball instead of being able to put ourselves in position to control the field as well, you know, in this game of football. Honestly, man, like all these teams is not playing what they play on film. Like, they're literally not. So it's hard to be able to get ready because you don't know what you're going to get. Every time you go against a team, they might place all man-to-man, -man, you know, their whole entire seven, eight games, and then they turn around and play us, and they don't play man once. So it's like, you know, when you're looking at what teams are doing consistently week in and week out, it's like, nobody's doing that against us. And so we have to be able to, like I said, I keep saying adjust because we have to be able to understand what teams are doing. And once we finally figure out the game plan, that's when we're able to get things moving. 
And so that's that's the thing that, you know, we're all trying to figure out and we're all trying to learn because teams are just throwing out different coverages. And, you know, when you're getting ready for a week and you're seeing what they're doing consistently and this is what we're planning for and they're not doing any of the stuff that they normally do, you know, you, you got to be able to figure things out faster. It's discouraging to hear from Tyler that they're preparing in a way that is not setting them up for success on game day. So that's going to be something to watch to see if they can turn it around. Here's Pete Carroll's diagnosis. It's really surprising um, now that we're back a couple of weeks with Russ back in there and, and uh, that we, we had such a hard time scoring, you know, and, and uh, moving the football. And we just... There's things that are, you know, the running game uh, was pretty efficient, and um, but it came down we were one for five in the first half, you know. Yeah, the, the the hard part of it is it's kind of this, I, it's what it's been like, and it hasn't gotten better, and we have to improve. We got to find our ways. We got to coach them better, and they got to find their ways. Russ got to find his way. Uh, we got to catch the ball when we get our chances. I mean, it's 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 every everything, but I I just it starts with me. I don't know why it's all it, it became, uh, you know a mystery to us to score points. I mean, that's not even never been the issue. And, and uh, we've always been able to move the ball and score and stuff. So I don't know why, why this, this time frame. you know, it went, it started when, uh, when Russ got banged up and then, and it hasn't, we just haven't got productive, you know, like we need to be. And, and uh, we got to get back on track. You know, maybe it's going to be a couple of weeks for taking a month off for Russ to be at his best, to help us in w- where we can, but we got to do stuff around him as well. You know, we had, it isn't a one guy show, you know, as much as you might want to make it that it's, it goes back to us, the coaches, you know, and Shane and I, and, and Andy, we got, we have to, we have to do a better job and get it done. It, it seems like there's opportunities for us. And uh, so we need to take advantage of them. And you may have heard Pete Carroll left early from the press conference, but before we get to that part of it and that interesting exchange that happened around that, let's touch on some of the injury news that he shared mainly with Rashad Penny. Something in his hammy. You know, one run and he felt it, and, and uh, so we spent the rest of the first half basically trying to keep keep him warm to see if he pulled his hamstring or if he just felt something, and he kind of felt okay and got close to getting back out there, um, but it wasn't quite right. So I can't tell you what, what I don't know about the injury. I just know what he said and what he felt, and, and so we had to you know look after him. We all had high hopes for rookie cornerback Trey Brown. And now we're going to be looking toward 2022 before we're cheering for Trey Brown on the field again. Trey has a, a patella tendon uh, injury. And, uh, you know, those are, those are pretty tough. Now, this was interesting. We, we hadn't seen anything like this from Pete Carroll uh, that I can remember ever. Pete starts talking about the time of possession issues. And he ends up leaving the press conference in frustration, then returns to apologize and if you watched it on YouTube, you can see where they cut it because he has a different change of clothes on. So here's a bit of a summary that spans from him leaving to him returning and answering some of the questions there. When they got 40, 40 minutes, we got 20 minutes, you know, and it really comes down to them being able to convert and us, us not. And so it, it's, I'm sorry, it's not, not a different story. Been the same story in and out of this, this whole season, and we've got to see if we can turn this thing. I, I'm, I'm really done. What was your... I know that you probably have some more questions. I don't know if I have any more answers for you, but I'll try my ass. I'll try. I'm looking and seeing that, uh, you know, we don't turn the ball over. We got two penalties in the game. What the heck, man? Um, it keeps reminding me that there's things that we're doing that we're doing well enough to be a winning football team. The turnover thing just continues to be there. And uh, it's just really frustrating that we can't get this thing turned. So anyway, um, I'm sorry for, for uh, 
not being aware of that there was more time. I usually defer to Dave, and I didn't do that right there. Pete, your frustration is understandable. Why did you feel the need to come back in? Because we've had a relationship. I have a relationship with the media that I think I respect the heck out of everything you guys do. And I know you got stories to write. And I think if I shortchange you on the stories, and that you've got a job too. And I've felt felt that way my whole life in in, in coaching. And and uh, you know I res I mean so I did it out of respect to you guys. And because uh, I know you got a job to do, and I don't want you know I don't need to make it hard on you. So I'm available because it makes sense to me why I should be here right now. Just like Pete Carroll took a break between his press conferences, I'm going to take a little bit of a break here. We're going to come back and hear from Pete Carroll on how he and this team are in uncharted territory. That's up next. The Seattle Seahawks fell to 3-7 and seven on the season after a 23-13 loss to the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Russell Wilson still winless in Lumen Field in 2021. And we're going to get to Russ in a moment. But here is Pete Carroll talking about how he is in uncharted territory as a head coach and how he doesn't really have any answers right now on how he's going to handle it. I was thinking since I walked out of here, I had some little, couple extra minutes that I normally don't have. Um, that I go all the way back to the Jets, you know. I'm on one season at the Jets. This last time we were in a situation like this as, as a head coach, you know, we were never, we, we were never this far behind it uh, in New England, and and uh, you know, we had I think we lost five games in a row at one time at the Jets at the end of the season, and um, and I can't remember anything about what happened, any of those press conferences or um, or the meet, the meetings. I'm just not any good at this. You know, I, I'm not prepared for this. This is not this. I, I'm I'm struggling to uh, to do a good job of you know. Coaching when you when you're getting your butt kicked in, in week in and week out, I, I don't, I, you know, it's just it's new territory. So, um, and I'm competing is in every way I can think of, but um, I'm just unfamiliar with it. And and so if I leave early or if I make a mistake, that's that's um, you know I'm not in, I'm on my best game right here. So uh, I mean it's been 20 years, you know, since I remember anything, you know, or past that. So um, and I'm not making any excuses. I just. And I don't want to get good at this. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. I don't want to get any good at this. We've always had a lot of positive stuff to build on and go, you know, and, and I haven't, haven't been this far behind uh, the, the record right now, you know. I mean, we could have, we can still turn this thing and win a bunch of games at the end and, and, and be fine. We all feel like well, that's what's going to happen. We're going out every single day we go to work, every single day we get in the locker room, and we're, going, we're coming out at halftime, all the way down to, the, it's, there's, you know, we need two scores, you know, and we go right down the field and get our score, and now we've got to go stop them. I mean, all the way to that, we're, we're – we're thinking we're winning a football game. We didn't think anything different than that. That's the way we operate. And and then, but you know, there's there's seven losses on this on this schedule right now, and, and uh, that's a lot of games. Is this as frustrated as you've been here? Yes, absolutely. And not even close. Not even close. Closing this out with Russell Wilson's thoughts following the game. Let's hear from him on his outlook on the challenging season that remains for the Seahawks team. Well, we feel like every team we've lost to, we've been able to play against and play, play with. And, and, uh, you know, we were talking in the locker room, just, you know, there's, there's still belief in us, you know, without a doubt and um, what we can do. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be possible too. And so um, that's, that's, that's what we realize. It's still possible, you know? And so for us, I think you have to have the right mindset. You have to have the right belief. Um, there is no other, there is no other thought and other choice. You know, I, I think that, you know, to, to, go through all this you know it's uh it's been a challenge you know i think uh so far this year and, and i think there's been a lot of uh 
you know, uh, we're, we're up against it a little bit, you know. And uh, if anybody likes being up against it, I'm okay with it, you know. And so uh, what this team's going to get for me is everything I got every day, every moment, every second. Um, like I always have, I've given lay, lay it out on the line every, every play, um, no matter what the score is, no matter what the circumstances are. I think that I've had harder days too. You know, this is, this is a pretty hard day, this hard couple weeks or whatever, just because we're feeling it right now. And uh, we know that we're up against it. Um, but what I also do know is, is that, man, I, I think about my dad when he was on his deathbed. That's what I was thinking about, you know, when I came back in the locker room. Is that what we're up against is not harder than that. And he lived another three and a half years when I told him I only had 12 to 18 hours left to live. So for me, I, I, seven games sounds good to me. I look forward to it. I look forward to the next seven. And uh, when we do figure it out, which will hopefully be this week, when we do figure out, everybody better watch out. And that's, that's got to be our mentality. There's no other mentality. There's no other thought. There's no other options. There's no other uh, hoping and wishing. There's no going back and, you know, saying, wish we did this differently. This and that. This is about right now, starting tomorrow morning when we wake up. Yeah, if we get the opportunity to wake up in the morning, it'll be a gift. And uh, when we do, we're going we're gonna to do everything we can to be um, better than we were yesterday today I should say and so I think what's really important is is that um, there's going to be a lot of noise a lot of this and that at the end of the day we have to answer Wilson was asked if rust in returning from injury has been a factor in his struggles so far no I don't um, you know uh, I don't I think when you guys see the deep ball you won't say rust you know <laughs> when you watch it the ball is coming out my hand just fine I don't, you know it, you can make as many thoughts and excuses. I'm not going to make excuses. You know, I'm not an excuse kind of guy. You know, I'm a guy that we want, we want to figure out how to fix it. We want to figure out how to get better. And uh, that's, that's how we're going to stay neutral and, and think through it. Finally, Russell ended his press conference by talking about whether or not his struggles this year will have an impact on whether or not he stays with the Seahawks for years to come. It doesn't impact any of my thoughts at all. It's, you know, all I think about is right now what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. I love this team. I love this organization. I love being here. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, like I said, I like the challenge, you know. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great story. Looking at the statistical leaders from this game, Russell Wilson finished with 14 completions on 26 attempts, 207 yards. He was sacked four times. The majority of those 207 yards going to Tyler Lockett on four catches, 115 yards. His longest catch of 48 yards. Gerald Everett, three catches, 37 yards. DK Metcalf, four catches on eight targets for just 31 yards. Brian Monet led with two quarterback hits on the day, and those hits turned into sacks. One and a half sacks for Brian Monet. Jordan Brooks leading the team in tackles with 15, followed by Bobby Wagner with 14, Sidney Jones with 11. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. I will be back with Clinton Bonner for some three in, three out tomorrow. If you want to watch that early, you can go to the Seahawkers podcast YouTube page. We'll do that. It'll be up on video. Look for that around... 7 or 8 p.m. Pacific time. That's up on our Seahawkers podcast YouTube page. Always lots of fun talking ins, talking outs. The ins in this game are going to be a struggle, but I'm sure we'll find some. And so until then, go Hawks.